Would you believe me if I said I had no understanding of the Bible just in 2010? Like so many people that grew up attending Sunday school, I knew the stories about the garden, arcs, pharaohs, and miracles, but that's it, really. Reading this book was like reading a prescription. I knew there were words on the paper, but I had no clue what they meant. I know I should read it, so I would just skim through like I was doing a chore. Yeah, 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 okay, do good things and don't murder anyone. After all, I made it through college, reading summaries and talking my way around things I didn't understand. And truthfully, that's what many people in church do today. Last week, we read the conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus. Although he was an educated and affluent man, Nicodemus did not understand what Jesus was saying. Today, we will look at why he didn't understand what was being taught and why people do not understand what's in the Bible. And before we go into that, I will wake up your ears with a theme song. I want my Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum, Bible gum. Today we will be looking at 1 Corinthians 2. This book is an epistle or a letter penned by the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. Throughout the book, he's addressing the many problems within that church, and there are many lessons churches can learn from it today. In the first nine verses, he explains that the Corinthians did not become Christians due to Paul's fancy words and wise talking. Their faith came by the power of God demonstrated by the Holy Spirit. He goes on to say that people do not naturally understand the things of God. If they did, they wouldn't have killed Jesus. Now we're going to read the last seven verses and explain them. After establishing the fact that the people did not understand who Jesus was, he writes, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For this Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words with man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That passage is some heavy hitting, but we're going to break it down. Starting with verse 10. When it says that God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, Paul is letting them know that he and the other believers know what they know because God taught it to them through the Holy Spirit. It's not because of their wisdom, it's through God's wisdom. They learned it directly from him. Verse 11 is a little tricky. However, if you want to know people, learn from people. If you want to know God, learn from God. Imagine an old dog trying to teach a little puppy about people. It's kind of hard if that puppy has never come into contact with people before. That old dog would have a difficult task ahead of him. Think about it. How can you describe the intricacies of a human being to another dog? That really is something that the puppy could only learn by interacting with humans. It's through the Spirit of God that we're able to learn of him and grow closer to him. Verse 12 builds on this. We do not learn about God through the Spirit of the world. We learn about God through the Spirit of God. And these things are freely given to us from God. It doesn't come from the preacher or anywhere else. It comes directly from God. God may use the preacher to deliver the message, but ultimately is the working of the Spirit in the person listening 
that draws someone to Christ. Verse 13, which things we also speak, not in the words with man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Meaning, these aren't the natural type of lessons that you received in high school or college or wherever. Do you remember back when you were in school and you had to read about those great leaders? Imagine learning about Queen Elizabeth. If you didn't understand something in a lesson, what would you do? You'd ask the teacher, right? But here's the funny thing. The teacher only knows what the book says. I doubt any of our teachers actually knows Queen Elizabeth. Now imagine this with me. You read the Queen's autobiography. Then you have the opportunity to ask her questions directly about it. That's a whole different thing than sitting in the classroom with the teacher, isn't it? Not only are you reading the book written by the Queen, but you can go directly to her for clarification. And that's what it's like learning about God through the Spirit. Learning from other Christians is great and all, but it really does not compare to learning directly from God himself. Verse 14, the natural man just does not receive these things. It's all foolishness to him. And these things are spiritually discerned, or understood spiritually. The wisest man cannot comprehend the things of God without the Spirit. It's just not in our nature. Going back to my dog analogy... How can a little puppy chasing its own tail in a circle understand that its master goes to work every day in order to afford the food they will have for dinner? Work, grocery stores, prices, paychecks, none of that matters or makes any sense to that little puppy. All he knows is that his tail seems to be running faster than him, and when he's done, he wants something to eat. Verse 15, see, the spiritual man sees the things right and wrong through the eyes of God. Ultimately, God is the judge, and the spiritual man is filtering everything that he sees through the eyes of God, and not his own. Verse 16, For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. How can a puppy get into his master's head? He can't. The master must teach that little puppy. Although we are more intelligent and sophisticated than a little puppy chasing its own tail, We can't use our simple, natural minds and physical experiences to understand God. We must accept His instruction through the Holy Spirit. We can have direct access to the mind of the Lord if we allow the Spirit to teach us. The Spirit is not going to come kick down a door and start shouting at us. The Spirit is that still, soft voice nudging us towards God. It's a Spirit that tugs at your conscience when you owe someone an apology. It's a Spirit that keeps you from doing wrong. And it's a Spirit that draws you towards God no matter how hard or fast you run. He explains the Bible to us and ultimately leads us to accept salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. No smooth-talking preacher with a dozen degrees, no smooth-talking preacher with a dozen degrees can do that. Not your parents, not your friends, a quirky guy on a podcast, or even your own willpower and self-discipline. It has to come from God and only God. That is what Jesus was teaching Nicodemus in John 3 when he spoke about the Spirit. Truth is, in order to see the kingdom of God, we must be born again. We all have a physical birth, but only some of us have a spiritual birth. The very first thing that I noticed when I was born again was that suddenly the Bible made sense. It was no longer just a big book using big words to keep me out of trouble. It became a bottomless well of wisdom, joy, guidance, instruction, and promises. Ten years ago, I would have had the time of my life arguing against the Bible. Today, I dedicate my time to share what I read with people like you. 
I didn't learn this in school or in church. God himself taught it to me. And I'm not special. He does that to all of his children that are born into his family. And it all starts with the Spirit leading you to Jesus. You can find additional information at BibleGum.org or on Twitter and Instagram at BibleGumPodcast. And remember, share your BibleGum with a friend. You can listen and share for free on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast app. Thanks for listening. Until next time, later.